What is going on? Today is a special episode of the podcast. We are at number 10. I can't believe it's already been 10 episodes. It's pretty wild. And these have all been exciting and awesome conversations. So thank you for following along and supporting the show. On today's episode, I'm talking to a friend of mine, Lauren McFarlane, who is an Ontario-based singer-songwriter. She just made the move to Montreal to pursue a career in music, and you can check out her first two singles called Friendly and Nowhere Town on all the streaming services and wherever you're listening to music. Uh, In this conversation, we talk about her recent trip to the SoCan house in LA, where she did a writing trip with a producer to build up some new material. And we're also talking about how she's putting together her debut album with a producer and how she balances writing songs and music and finding her own voice with a producer to kind of keep the music honest to where she heard it in the first place. Thank you for supporting the show. Let's get into episode number 10. show out that way um i know you were moving to montreal to like work on music and stuff and like we were just talking about before this covid was like you and covid just matched and crossed paths right as you were doing that so like were you was that your main focus to move to montreal was to work on music a hundred percent yeah so um like my producer was based here and you know i was wanting to move out of my parents house anyways um and the rent in montreal is like super affordable so i was like okay well why don't instead of commuting for you know a month or two like let's just move there and see what happens so i moved here and i was just doing like corporate gigs and weddings so i'd be doing like a couple gigs a month and my rent was paid for and like all of that live in the dream you know just like going on walks every day and like finding myself and writing a lot mm-hmm. um and then I was kind of getting antsy because I'm the type of person that like needs to be doing things constantly so I started nannying for a little bit again just for like something to do and then COVID happened so everything completely stopped I had started recording um in February of 2020 so everything was done except the vocals and we were going to do vocals like the end of March and then obviously that didn't happen so like all the studios shut down um we didn't end up doing the vocals until like the summer I believe which sucked because it literally took like two days to get it all done but you know don't want to like risk losing my producer's studio just for singing a couple (laughs) songs So just kind of like hung out for a bit like everybody else and no more shows. And so then I nannied some more and uh, released my first song. And that went like surprisingly super well. And like through that, that's how I got hooked up with my agent. And then through him, I've been able to get some like pretty cool festival stuff in the summer um, and like meeting new people and stuff. And so yeah, I've just kind of been chilling here in Montreal, bussing tables right now, <laughs> along with music stuff to pay for the dream. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm happy here. You know, I like it. Did you move? And like when when you moved up there, did you uh, know anybody there? Did you already have kind of like a base of, of friends and stuff, or was it pretty new just jumping into? A new yeah, city? not really. Like I didn't really know. I have um, this one girl that I, I worked at a subway in Peterborough for six years nice. and then a burrito restaurant. Okay. And this girl that I worked with at both of those places lives here in Montreal Yeah, <laughs> and we're like friends, but we weren't like that close. You know what I mean? So I was like, I've got like one person 
And then I do have a couple of musician friends here in Montreal. Um, and that's how I got hooked up with this producer. Okay. Um, cause I had actually done a project in Toronto before this, but I didn't like it. <laughs> um, so I was talking to my one musician friend who lives here and he's like, Oh, why don't you just work with our producer? I was like, what? That's an option for me. Like, okay, if he's interested. Um, so then, like, I know a couple musicians here in Montreal, but we're not, like, super, super close or anything. But still, like, went out for a coffee with them and stuff. But they're, like, you know, big time. So they're, like, touring and doing their own <laughs> crazy stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. I'm the kind of person, like, I like to travel alone. I like to, like, I'm very independent. I like being uncomfortable you know I moved to the only French-speaking province in Canada and I'm not bilingual but like I like the challenge of just being a little bit uncomfortable and figuring it out on my own very right. I mean I'm you sure know you now I'm just up, having I'm sure you picked up some yeah. French and stuff in the last couple of years eh? oh yeah no yeah. for sure I have especially like working um in the restaurant business for now like everyone speaks French so you just kind of have to figure it out because I don't <laughs> want to be the asshole that's like excuse me what did you say <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kind of like guessing half the time and then I'll look at someone. I'm like, this is what is happening. Right. They're like, look at you go, Lauren, you're doing great. (laughs) So, you know, yeah. And I like learning and I'm a very, very stubborn person and I like to do things my own way. So yeah. When people are like, Oh, you're just going to move there when you don't know anyone. I'm like, yeah, I'll figure it out. You know, I'm going to see I'm packed up. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You're going to move there without a job. Yeah. Why not? I'll figure it out. There's you know? work there. People work there. I'll work, yeah. I can work there. <laughs> I can work. Exactly. So the, um, can... the producer you were saying, is that Sam? I'm trying to pronounce his last name. Woy yeah. Witka? Woy Witka. I got that. Yeah. Right. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, that's, who, you're, that's so, who you're working with now. So kind of. Kinda, so yeah. I worked with Sam. We did three songs um, in 2020. And then the plan was to work with him again. Um, but Sam's actually like kind of branching out and he started a band with one of the musicians that was on my record. His name's Mishka. Um, super, super cool. And they've started a project called Fang. Um, so he was kind of focusing on that. And, um, he's also doing sound for Teke Teke, a super, super cool band. Um, and now he's like doing his own stuff too. Mm. So just like with the timing of everything and like, I don't want to, you know, like, impose and like get in the way of his creative shit yeah um we actually live in the same building sam and i so oh, we sick. we see each other <laughs> yeah oh, right there that's killer yeah yeah we're homies we're homies nice. so and also like i don't know there was a few times where i was like hey like let's pick dates let's pick dates but um you know like i don't want to get in his way or anything mm-hmm. so i just worked with another producer who's from montreal but he lives in la um so I just got back a couple weeks ago from LA, uh, and we did two songs there. So Hell we'll yeah. see. So you're doing a lot. You got a lot going on. That's awesome. Yeah, I did a see. Bit. I yeah. did see your post um, going down there to LA. I was going to ask you kind of what your. I know you weren't just traveling, so I saw you were posting some music stuff. So I was wondering what what projects you were up to down there. Yeah. So um, I met this guy like in Montreal, and then like my agent and I were talking about who the next like producer to work with could be. And someone had sent him this guy's website. Um, and then my agent sent it to me. I was like, no way. I randomly met that guy That's like funny, last eh? week. Wow. Yeah. Such a small world thing. And I'm very big into like signs in the universe. And I was like, okay, I should do this. If yeah. like the worlds are this connected. Um, and then I remembered that SoCan has the house in LA. So I was like, well, let's just, 
apply for it, you know? And this producer, uh, like, he knows the SoCan House people, and, like, my agent knows the SoCan House people. So I was able to get that, which is huge. Yeah, it's awesome. Because you're staying in Silver Lake basically for free. Um, and then, yeah, I was able to get a government grant as well, uh, like a factor grant. So I was like, well, I have this grant. I have the house. I just have to pay for my flight. So let's just, like, go and see what happens. Um, and I really like the songs that came out of it. They're definitely a little more, like, commercial and pop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Scared to say pop. But they're, like, <laughs> a little more radio-friendly, okay. I would say. Which is funny because, like, I know your two songs that are up right now, like, they are, I would say they're, you know, they're kind of... I wouldn't call them pop, obviously, but they have like a pop, you know, aspect to them in the sense of like their flow and, and everything. So those, like the two songs you have out now are awesome. So I'm curious to hear how these are different. Thank than you. Those. It's like, I, I didn't intend to do it this way, but it's just kind of worked out that like the two songs that I just did in LA, they're kind of like, I would say like the grown up version of the two songs that I have out right now. Like okay. one of them is very clearly the single clearly like fucking dancey and whatever (laughs) and then the other ones like just me being sad girl and like doing crazy harmonies and angelic shit and like very deep words so like two kind of polar opposite tracks and you're playing um, those out just as a couple singles or you're throwing them on like an album as well well the plan is to because i want to release an ep like i want to have a you know collective piece of work i want something like tangible right um and i'm thinking like five to seven song ep sort of thing so i did three songs with sam and now i have these two songs uh with his name is jay his producer name is jay century or jason okay so i have two songs with him so i'm thinking of um like i don't i'm very like i went to school for music business uh which is great i'm glad that i did that but i also think it fucked me because i can't like <laughs> I'm so like I'm creative on this side but then at the same time my brain is like okay but if you're gonna release this here then like you have to have something to back it up six weeks later and you have to have a plan and like you know what you know what I mean it's kind of weird though because when you're putting stuff out on your own and managing all your social media and stuff which most people do and enjoy to do it's it's hard to like play all of those roles at once and you know, you almost yeah. kind of have to take away from certain places at times where it's like, oh, shit, yeah. I spend a lot of time working on music and I didn't really think about a, a release strategy. It's hard. It's hard to play. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And then I'm like, okay, well now we need this perfect release strategy. But then I'm like, I'm thinking too far <laughs> ahead, you know, like, I'm like, what is the timeline? What is the release strategy? What, where are the marketing dollars? What are we doing? And I don't even have these songs like mixed or mastered yet, you know, right. but I'm just very, I like to have a plan. And I know that that doesn't matter in the music industry. Like, there is no formula or there is no, like, set rules. I'm just trying to, like, remind myself that I have time. Like, I, I feel – I'm 26. Like, I'm not super old or anything, but I still – I've been doing this since I was, what, 11 years old? Damn, so I'm, no like, way. I've, I've been putting in more than my 10,000 hours. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm ready to go. But it'll happen the way it's supposed to happen. And I feel like as long as I just don't – give up you know like it's gonna work itself out Mm -hmm. that's the biggest thing that like anyone that i know that's like some form of successful whatever that means to you uh they've all said the same thing and it's like you just can't stop like (laughs) if you have enough talent and like talent is uh, a big part of it but another big part of it is the drive and like if you're doing it for a long time and like you're not making any money a lot of people just quit 
but it's the people that keep doing it that like it just happens one day, you know? Absolutely. It's yeah, it's kind of something that takes a lot of dedication and you kind of have to have no other like you'd have to like if you think about it, you have to think, you know, there's no way I could see myself not doing it no matter what. So it's yeah, but it's interesting, right? Because it's, you know, there's a lot more opportunity for people to notice you. And I mean, even if you write music and you don't care about whatever getting famous or anything, you still it still means something when someone hears your song and they connect with it or whatever. So everybody who who writes and and plays music and or like, I don't know, writes books or anything, they you obviously want to have a connection to to somebody with what you're going through or what you're trying to sing about. Um, But there's so many ways that you can have people kind of check your stuff out with social media. So it's like, now it's oh, so it's much different. There's so many more insane. opportunities for eyes to be on you. So you're right. It's like, yeah. it could take years and years to play, you know, go through the live circuit. But now you can even be playing for like a couple of years and throw stuff up online. And then maybe a producer sees you and you have a, a killer voice. And then next thing you know, you just get kind of shot up and skyrocketed up to the, exactly. <laughs> the masses. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And it seems like that's like, from like what I've heard from pals and stuff, it's like it kind of was the same shit back then too, where it's like oh, yeah. you're doing nothing, you're playing bars, you're like eating craft dinner every night and like can't <laughs> afford new pants because you split them because you dip too hard. But then like and then the next day it's just like you have Levi sending you fifty pairs of pants for free. You know, like it's just that quick. There's no gradual little climb once you've like made it or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I just like, I don't see myself doing anything else. I know that even if this doesn't work out as a career, like I'm going to be writing songs until I die. It's what I've been doing since before I can remember, you know? So if I can make some money off of it, fantastic. And that's so Um, cool that you got the, like the, with the the way you organized that trip down to LA, like that's super inspirational just to think about how, you know, it's like going to LA to work with a producer sometimes seems like a, something that you it's like, ah, how the hell could I make that work? I don't know. I just write songs yeah. in, my, in my room. So, but yeah. like, look, you just like, you, you had the, the go hard to be like, I'm going to get the SoCan house. I'll get a grant. And then I just got to buy my ticket and I'm, I'm doing it. And then look, you kind of came out of it with two awesome songs that you're stoked to share. So yeah. And then that fires it's, you up. It's been crazy. Like August was a stupid month, you know, <laughs> like I, uh, before August, I was like having a rough, a rough bit there and like yeah. I'm not ready to give up at all by any means but I'm just like what am I doing like I'm work- I'm busting tables um <laughs> I am talented like why am I here what am I doing this is not my purpose yeah yeah but yeah. then you know life is just a roller coaster and sometimes it's going to be great and sometimes it's going to be shitty so I just have to like remember <laughs> how do you that yourself- sometimes it is good how do you like yeah. why do you pull yourself out of those those like emotional ruts because I totally know what you mean when I think a lot of people go through that stuff and it's you know, you almost feel like yeah. isolated and when you're going through Oh, it. yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know, I'm mentally ill. Like, aren't we all? Just yeah. a little bit. But, like, I've always been, like, very high functioning because I'm, like, again, I'm just so stubborn. And, like, I don't want to let my brain win. So, like, if I'm <laughs> sitting there in bed and I was like, there's no way we can get out of here today, you know. But, like, if I stay in bed, then my brain wins and I don't. And I don't want to let my brain win so I like really force myself to be like not today bitch not today <laughs> I'm in control we are exactly <laughs> like I run this show I am the superstar depression you're gonna have to step aside for half an hour so I can send a couple emails and get on with my life it's hard yeah but you know it's like walking uphill through like clay or mud or something it's just like exactly so, yeah, that's so yeah just kind of having a I guess a drive to be like okay I know that I'm feeling shitty but I just gotta just I got to get right through this. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, like all the other like standard stuff, like 
I go to therapy and I like have people in my life that keep me accountable and uh, just like talking to other songwriters and stuff and like relating to them and being like, hey, I can't, haven't written anything in two weeks. Like, I feel like a sack of shit. And we're like, dude, that happens, you know? Like, <laughs> reminding myself that I'm not crazy and, like, I'm not bad at what I do just because something isn't coming yeah. like that. You know what I mean? Totally, totally. Tricky. And you feel like, you know, on top of the world when you write something you really dig and you're like, hell, you psych yourself up. You're like, okay, I, I like the stuff I do. I'm fine. But then you turn right back around, I don't know, however much time later, and you're like, I... I suck at writing everything. I don't know why. Yeah. Why am I even playing yeah. a guitar? This is dumb. Why yeah. do I do this? <laughs> yeah, I totally agree. So the one of the songs that I did in LA, like originally I was just going to do one song, but like I was there for a week. So I knew that we were probably going to do something else. Yeah. And one of the songs, like he had the, um, like basically all the instrumental for it. It was just like kind of like this like beat thing that him and uh, this other guy wrote. And he was like, just out of curiosity, like, do you hear anything in this? Do you think you could write to it? And, uh, but he kind of said it in a way, like, like, do you think you could write to this sort of thing? Like, <laughs> and I was like, fuck yeah, I can. Hell like, yeah. what do you mean? Like, you think I can't? And then, so I went home that night. And then the next day I like wrote the whole thing. It took me like maybe half an hour to like get going. But then I wrote the whole thing in 20 minutes. And I had that realization. I was like, I'm good at this <laughs> like I am good at what I do I think which is super cool but then <laughs> I, you know I, I recorded it and I'm like is this me like what having like an identity crisis sort of thing you know what I mean but I I feel I'm just gonna like trust my gut with it and my gut instinct was like okay this is super cool and you know could that, secure you some cool shows <laughs> oh, yeah and is that one of the songs that is like part of the double the two of them now is that one that yeah like, maybe could you is there something you hear on this that's sick <laughs> you can yeah. make a whole song yeah. out of it that's awesome yeah uh, i was like totally totally can it's funny it's called dive the that new song okay and the first words are like wave comes over and then i was just like after i wrote it i'm like okay she goes to california for three days she writes a song called dive first word is wave like how generic <laughs> <laughs> it's like freaking myself out and i told him that he's like lauren you're crazy like that's not it doesn't sound like that it's like okay cool 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 <laughs> thanks for the validation dude <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah just like it's good it's good so that, that's mm -hmm. sweet so i was actually gonna ask you too like so that one had all the instrumentation for the most part whatever i'm sure you changed stuff but it was yeah. kind of laid down for you with the other song did how did you did you kind of have an idea of what that one already was going to be or did you just start from scratch writing together um yeah so the other one like before i went there i sent him like everything um, and oh, then we okay. kind of narrowed it down to like five. And then once we got there, we were working with, um, this other musician who's like kind of helping produce some of them. And we only had him for like an hour cause he was doing some, he's a crazy musician and had some crazy stuff going on that day. Um, but then I was like, Jason looks at me, he goes, pick one. <laughs> and I was like, okay, this one. And he just like <laughs> did some guitar stuff with it. Um, so I had an idea of like what I kind of wanted it to sound like in my head um and then just like working with him and like it's cool to hear what he could hear on it but also like and I, I liked working with him because he was very like he would push me to be a bit more commercial but then I would push there's a lot of push <laughs> from both sides yeah and you know a lot of uh him like trying 
to like do the like very commercial formula thing and I'd be like no I don't like that but then you know he would try other things I'm like oh that actually sounds sick so let's do that um but yeah normally like when I write and record it's like everything is just done with me and my guitar and I have the song like finished as just an acoustic thing and then just like play around with a producer and explore ideas and sounds and stuff like I want it to be like everything I like to sound you know like I could recreate it live like for the most part having real instruments but I also want to make people feel like a little bit weird and feel like oh this is interesting and I didn't expect that right you know what I mean yeah totally so that's where I want like a cool producer to put some like weird funky synthy shit in the back and just like push that envelope a bit more. Yeah. So I'm yeah. not like straight pop or straight country or whatever. I just want to like be a fluid genre and like do whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like well, if you, I mean, you can work with a bunch of different producers, but having your own like I don't know style or voice or something in, in it, it's definitely important because you're right. Like yeah. if you kind of have your song as a as a template almost, like you have an acoustic version of it where you have like the arrangement done. Um, yeah. And then you can you can go so many different ways with. Yeah, it's literally endless, and that's kind of the fun thing, but also a little daunting when you, if you try to, you know, self-produce or for someone who yeah. does that. Like, do you find that? Do you ever try to do that stuff where you add, like, I don't know, you'll play the guitar and you, you're like, oh, I hear piano on this too, and then I always struggle a bit with the uh, with the rhythm stuff. So I like to work with like some producers and friends of mine on locking down like how the drum and the bass should go. I don't know, I, mm-hmm. that's kind of where I find the, the trickiest thing. But I, I like to write like you know, adding extra guitars on it or piano and stuff like that. I really enjoy doing, but I find the rhythm stuff's trickier. I'm the same, but it's because it's I, like, I have no experience with, like, rhythm or percussion or anything. So, like, anything that I hear in my brain in terms of percussion is just, like, generic. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> the downbeat, I know, like, what tempo I want it to be. But I like the... I was a dancer for 12 years, 12 or 13 years. And, like, I did a lot of, like, modern contemporary. So, I like the, like, weird off accents, if that mm, makes okay. sense. You yeah, know yeah. what I mean? So, like, I can voice that. I'm like, I want it to, like, I want someone to hear it and be like, ooh. You know, like, I didn't, it's the whole, like, I just don't want things to be, like, super predictable. Um, but, yeah, I'm like, I don't trust myself to do that. So, I will pay someone good money to do that for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's interesting to hear that, too, because I know, I know, like, you know, not shitting on pop or anything, but pop music, a lot of it has, it's, it is predictable. And it's, like, you know the course before it even kind of hits you. And, exactly. And, um, I mean, that's a good thing. Like, people enjoy that. I enjoy that. And it's obviously you know, it's got its place, but yeah. I'm, I'm curious to hear how you approached Like, I'm really psyched to hear these songs, to hear your kind of style over a, a bit more of like a pop foundation of something. Yeah. My I'm version psyched. of pop song. Yeah. To hear it. When are you going to, I don't know if you have a release date yet, but I don't, <laughs> are you oh, putting no. them out this year I, or something? Yeah. Well, um, I think I just like with the grant stuff, I think it just has to be out like before next year, but, oh, okay, um, okay. I'm not like in any rush for it or anything i think i know who i want to have mix it and i know who i want to have master it so it just kind of depends on their schedules yeah and uh i just finished um because like you know i did it there but then i was like in this dreamy little world where i was like yeah it sounds great now but i want to give it like a week or something to make sure there's no more production credits or production changes i want to make and there were a few that i wanted to make so um i just got the stems for those like a couple days ago so this week I'm going to be talking to some different mixing engineers and deciding who I want to go with there. And then I'm pretty picky about that stuff too. So I know oh, there's yeah. going to be at least like seven or eight 
back and forth things. So, and then I want to, um, because of my music business brain, like I kind of want to have a plan for recording more before I pick when I want this stuff to come out so that I can kind of plan more of a steady, you know, six to eight week apart, release a song thing until the EP comes out. I'd probably release two singles and then an EP. And originally I wanted the EP to come out before next summer, but I think that's me living in a little dreamy world, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you, think you think that's going to be kind of tight? I guess, yeah, if yeah. there's going to be that many songs, you want to mix them all. Yeah, I, I guess so. It does take a it does take a minute, and you're kind of at yeah. the mercy of the engineer's schedule and, and all that. Exactly. So, who, and I'd rather, like... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Who, it's all good. I'd rather just, like, do it right than, like, rush it and push it out, you know? Yeah. Because I keep forgetting. I'm like, you have time. Like, I'm 26, but I got, like double carded the other day at the depth and drinking it is 18 here. <laughs> double carded you yeah. showed your idea they didn't believe you <laughs> yeah they're like can i see another piece uh, i was like you're gonna need to do more for sure but yeah i'm like drinking age is 18 here like there's no way i look 17 years old but sure ma'am here you go take it you had a, you had a very skeptical person there just side yeah. on you no, but she was really sweet. She's like, oh my God, hold on to that as long as you can. I was like, oh, I will. Don't you worry. <laughs> She's still telling people about it. She's like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> this girl, you would not believe it. 26 years old. looks 16. Uh, I was going to ask you who the mixing engineers you're interested in working with. I wonder if I know those studios or anything. I wonder if you do. Um, so the mix, it would be the same guy that mixed Friendly in uh, Nowhere Town and this other oh, okay. one, Cheats, that I never released. Uh, his name is Derek Benjamin. Um, I believe he's from out west. I know him through, like, just through Sam, my old producer. Him and uh, Sam are really good friends. Um, so I was thinking about him. And then there are a couple people in L.A. that um, Jason recommended if I, you know, to, just to look them up and see about that. And then I think I'm going to see if the same guy wants to master it as last time is CPS mastering. Okay. Um, I believe his name, I know his last name is McFarlane because homies, I believe his name is Colin, but I could be wrong on that. Um, so probably going to see if he wants to work together again, but he did like all the said the whale stuff and a bunch of like super cool Canadian bands. Yeah, it's 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 tough to know. yeah, like you said, it, it's it's hard to find a studio and know which who to work with because there is it's crazy now. Like putting out music is so much easier. So you, but the standard is like you know obviously it's way higher, high. and so yeah. it's hard to put out music. It's easy to put out music independently in a way, but it's hard to really like make somebody hear it and have that same kind of quality. I mean, you can get really close, and there's a lot of great music that's like not mixed by you know justin bieber's yeah and all that stuff but it, there is i don't know there is a threshold of like quality and you mm -hmm. know it's sweet that you have found someone like your songs sound fantastic so it's awesome that you can have a collaboration of worlds where you write a great song and now it sounds great and people will hear it but if the quality yeah. isn't there you're kind of like you're kind of fucked <laughs> yeah and like if i get like you know it's like i paid for production and like if i've made it this far like i'd rather just like fully do it right and yeah but then i've also it's hard with like the whole, you know, it's like, okay, do I hire someone that has like all this cred, but like, I almost don't like trust it. You know what I mean? Like I have some friends that they hired like Kanye West's mixing agent or something like that. And they, um, got the, they're all excited and they got the mix back and they're like, wow, we hate uh, this. That sucks, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then yeah. now you're like, 
hmm, now I have to tell this, like, freaking guy, like, hey, man, it's not going to work out. Like, thanks yeah. for trying, though. Like, I don't know. It seems uncomfortable. But then you also don't want to just go with some super random person, you know? So I want to, like, find somewhere in the middle and just somebody that, like, understands what I'm saying to them and, like, our communication, we understand each other. Because I think yeah. that's the biggest thing with mixing is you really have to – like, hey, I want it to sound like this. Like, a lot of references are, like, be very clear about, like, I want it to sound trippy. I want it to pan this and this at this second. And I want it, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, which I'm also, like, just talking out of my ass. I'm like, I don't know anything. <laughs> I'm not a mixing engineer. I just know I want it to sound cool. Yeah, I was going to say, like, do you think it's harder to for yourself to get that point across because like if you're if you can record some stuff in a couple instruments you can be like here's the here's the thing i want but maybe you just need like some more reference tracks to be like okay here's my song but i th these are the vibes that i'm feeling for it so as your producer takes you know inspiration from those to kind of layer the instruments on top of what you've done is that kind of where you go with it a bit a bit yeah. like i um like i made a whole you know like inspo folder thing and i'm like this is the I like this part of this song and I like this part of this song and this is kind of the feeling that I'm going for and I like how the vocals sound in this song or I like how the drums sound in this song right. um, but then I also like I know that I have a good ear and I have a good gut but like other people have good ears and good guts too you know so like I like working with people that will be like, okay, well, what do you think about this? You know, and just like do something that I wouldn't have asked for. And then like, I'm not afraid to say, no, I don't like that. Yeah. Um, but you can like get really cool stuff out of that, you know? And like, if I'm working with cool people, I'm not just going to be like, this is what I want. Like, wh what the fuck do you think? You yeah, know? Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Let's hear it. Let's work together. That's what I love too. It's so awesome to get new perspectives on it. Like when you're having those weeks where you just can't write shit and you nothing's inspirational and you're, you're, mm -hmm. like, you're like, I have nothing to say. I have nothing to do here. Uh, and then, you know, you go work with some friends or some other songwriters and you just, I don't know, like you kind of just like shake it off and, and then it, you kind of get their perspective of how they do things. And yeah, it's really cool. I find that I, you know, I've learned a lot just by like structuring vocal parts and things, just by working with other people and seeing how they approach like, like some people will think of the drum parts and then do the vocals on top of it because they know where like to bounce it around. And some people just float around and an idea like flies into their head and they're like, this is yeah. how the melody goes. But yeah. And then sometimes that's, like, Shit, that's exactly this other song, but yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's scary. That's a really hard one. I don't know if you get like this too, but like I'll write a really, really good line. And I'm like, this is insane. Like, I don't know where this came from. Just fully pulled it out of my ass, but it's so when it's so good, I'm like, this has to have already been said. You know what I mean? And then I'm just like searching the internet, like <laughs> looking for any, <laughs> for any keywords or anything. I'm like, no, I think I'm good. I think I'm good. I've done that a couple of times where I'll show a friend like a demo and they're like, oh, this is, this is reminding me of this. And so we'll go listen to the song and it's like, oh my God, that's crap. I didn't even realize I did that. I'm singing Elton John melodies or something. That's a big thing that happens, though, because we, we studied this in um, school, like all of the lawsuits over copyright stuff. Yeah. But yeah, there's like songs that you listen to as a kid that like you've kind of forgotten, but your subconscious hasn't. And that's a giant fear of mine. It's like, am I just ripping off some song that I listened to when I was five years old and don't remember? That's so you insane know, to but, think about the process of that happening, like in your brain where it just, you're, there's like this seed that's just hung on forever. And then all of a sudden it just kind of comes out you don't even realize it and like it's just yeah. amazing what we hold in our heads for so long without even 
know is like what else does it happen with i know you know what other aspects of life does yeah and it's like crazy when you think about it like that oh my god it's just like we're just sitting down and then these like things come into our brains and we're like all right let's just write this down and show other people i guess (laughs) it is weird i was reading this i had this awesome book by steven pressfield it's called um the art of war or no, no, that's the other one. It's called the war of art. Yeah. It's called the war of art. And, uh, yeah, there's like something about that where you, you know, people obviously, like you were saying, you know, it takes time to learn an instrument and practice songwriting. And some people are more natural at it than others, but it's definitely one of those things. Like you put more work into it, you're going to have more, um, progress, but that's what he was kind of saying where it's more to sit down and do the work. Then the inspiration will come to you because you kind of earned it or, or worked for it or, you, you showed yeah. up for it, you know, and instead of just exactly. like trying to every once in a while, maybe you'll get an idea, you scratch it down, but yeah. you almost have to treat it like, you know, a routine thing as well. And it's a job. Like it's you have job, to yeah. treat it like a job. Like for any other job, you wake up, you show up at your desk 9am Monday morning and you sit down and you do shit that like you're not super into most of the time, you know, but like you have to show up and keep doing it. And I think it was Johnny Cash that said this one time, but he's like for every good song you have there's going to be 400 bad ones you know (laughs) and like it's very true but like you just have to I think that's what differentiates doing uh music and songwriting as a career versus doing it as a hobby um so you know like anyone can write a great song just like once in a while but it takes a lot of work to like show up and keep writing shit until one day you have something that you're comfortable knowing the world (laughs) Yeah, 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 exactly. And you, you like obviously write quite a bit. Do you finish every song, or do you find like something? Nah. Not nah. everyone, yeah. No, nah. not, <laughs> nah. not even close. <laughs> no, and I don't like. I don't put pressure on myself to finish something if I don't see a future for it. You know, like yeah. I'll keep it in my back pocket, and if someone else is like looking for a song idea, I'll be like take this one. If you want to do something with it, like go for it. Um, but nah, like I don't want to put like time and energy into something that's like pissing me off that I don't even like, you know, like I'm the whole reason that I'm doing music as a career is because I just want to like what I do for a living. Like I know it's going to suck sometimes, but yeah, I just, I'm all about vibes. (laughs) That's a good point. I feel, yeah, I feel like maybe some people put too much pressure on themselves in thinking that you have to like, there's definitely a good aspect to finishing the songs just to practice hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. I realized that with books, actually, I would be like reading a book and I'd like, I hate this book and I, but I started it. So I guess I got to finish it. And then at the end I hated it and I wasted my time reading it. So now I'm, I'm more on that mentality where if I'm like halfway through it and it's just, I'm done with it, I'll just stop reading it. Exactly. Nah. And there are some songs that like, that've definitely taken me, you know, like a year to write. Cause I just keep like revisiting them once every couple of months or something. And like, I'll remember those ones and I have them like starred on my favorite things. But if I like, yeah, if I don't see a future for it, I'm like, all right, get rid of it. Let's move <laughs> on. Eye. Yeah. I start I think something it messes new. with me sometimes when I don't, if there's songs I do like, and I haven't finished them yet. And I, then I, then I like have that half idea or something. And yeah. then I start writing another song and another song. I think yeah. it kind of fucks with my head. Um, and makes it harder for me to finish the newer stuff. It's almost like a traffic jam or something. Mm, I like I need to mean. finish what I like to like Damn. open myself up. I don't know. It's weird. No, it's interesting. <laughs> that makes sense. Like psychologically, you know, you're like, okay, I need to like finish what my brain is 
working through right now before I can work through something else makes total sense. I'm all over the place. <laughs> I can like, I read, you know, like four books at a time. My brain is just like, da, 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 da. you do no way I can. I, I have never done that. I know some friends yeah. who, who also do that. That's uh, that's, that's interesting. Just jumping yeah. from, from story to story. That's yeah. Sick, though. Yeah. But also when I get like that, that's when I'll like bring in another writer and be like, Hey, can you help me with this? <laughs> Cause yeah. I really like this and I want to finish it, but I'm like hurting myself trying to like pull something that just isn't there right now yeah but i am also protective of those songs like that too i'm like do i want someone else to come in on this but it generally helps me to have someone else (laughs) be there you know (laughs) totally totally and that's the weird thing too where it gets kind of i mean i don't really think about it often when i go to write with somebody i'm just if i want to go write with them i'm happy to split up songwriting stuff i don't really get too concerned with that no Um, but there are certain times where you're like shit i don't really want to I like this and I think I'm good with this. I don't necessarily want to get someone else involved because I don't know if I need it. Like I kind of like where this is sitting on its own. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I get that. There are some people, uh, my friend Matt, sometimes like if I'm stuck with something, I'll call him and he writes with me. And it's funny. He'll like keep proposing ideas. And I'm like, "Mm, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. But him like proposing those ideas that I don't like, then in turn, like something flips in my brain and I'm like, oh, but what if we did it this way? Right. You know? Yeah. So it's just like, it's not that it's like, I'm right. You know what I mean? Like, we're just kind of talking shit and then it does something in my brain and sparks mm-hmm. a new inspiration or something. It's just helpful to have like a conversation. Then I don't know. I just find like when you sometimes like, you know, writing by yourself alone is, you know, definitely probably the way I write music the most, but some yeah. people only write with co-writes or um, they only do it that way. But mm-hmm. I think it just helps to just talk it out loud and, and say the things out loud. And then, then he kind of just gets your, your motor rolling a bit. Better. Oh yeah. I think that's just like in life too. You know, mm-hmm. like if you're having a problem, you don't need like someone to tell you how to fix it. But sometimes just like hearing yourself say it and like think it out out loud helps you be like, Oh shit, the picture is clear now. Like this is, I know exactly what I should be doing and just kind of go from there. Yeah. Or, or you'll think something was a big deal and you say it out loud and it's like, that was dumb. I don't know why yeah. I even cared about that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, wow, I was feeling petty right there. Like, yeah. so sorry. Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah. Unintentional. Unintentional. Where, where do you think you get like uh, the most inspiration for writing songs? I mean, I know you do like quite a bit of, of writing. So is there kind of somewhere you find it comes from naturally or, or do you try to like mix it up or... Um, I definitely try and mix it up, uh, but I would say, like, my main source of inspiration is, like, I'm just a, I'm a very chill person, like, I'm not, you know, anything crazy, but I have a very, like, the way that I look at the world is, like, pretty dramatic, I think, you know what I mean, like, I'll see the leaves falling and I'm like, Oh, death is around us and everything <laughs> constantly changes. And like, I, my, I'm mortal. Right. Yeah. Like my, my thought process is just very deep and I'm a very like big picture thinker. So like, I don't know, I'll like think of a look at something and like the way that the light is hitting something. I'm like, Oh, so romantic. This is making me feel like this. And then I'll just like write some nonsense or something and like try and capture that feeling with some words um and I just like I don't know the same thing with dance like I just I like making people feel things so like if I'm feeling something super heavy I want to like be able to 
do that in a way that other people can feel that deeply about it, you know, let them in in my brain for a second. But I don't like, I surprisingly don't listen to like a lot of new music constantly. It like makes me anxious. (laughs) Yeah. For some reason. Yeah. Yeah, eh? It's really hard. Like if someone's like, oh, you should listen to this new album. I'm like, for sure. I totally should. But it'll take me like three weeks to do it. Yeah. Because I just, I can't, because I'm such a big dramatic thinker. Like I can't just passively listen to it. I have to like break the whole thing down in my brain. Really take it all in, eh? And just like dissect it and and listen to it. Yeah. I find I think I do that too. I'll listen to, I'll like go from like blocks of music I'm listening to and I'll just sort of like keep moving songs and I slowly like get new ones in there that I really dig. And yeah. And then I'm tired afterwards. Like I listen to it all. I'm like, I need to lay down. (laughs) That's like a lot out of me. But, but we were I've saying most, before the call too that you were like that's what you wanted to do with the EP as well, just sort of like release a collection and have yeah kind of I want to like have something energy. to like hello world, this is who yeah. I am. Like here's a little sneak peek, and then we're gonna go from there once I have some more money. But uh, yeah, I had, I, the damn money. It's the, so expensive. The damn money. To do music. The, oh my god, I know it's 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 kind of bullshit. Where, what's the grant that you got? Um, I got the factor. Yeah, factor yeah, nice. the artist development one. Nice, yeah, that's a really great one. I that uh, I did that one as well, and I know some friends have have gotten it, and it's not it's really it's really not too complicated of a process. Like once nope. you get rolling, so yeah, yeah, like um, that's a great one though for for folks to get in with. Like it's like two thousand dollars, and exactly, yeah, you got to spend like another six hundred bucks to claim it all. So yeah, it's pretty sweet. Yeah. yeah, it's not bad at all. And I mean, like, I also just kind of you know, it's like two thousand dollars is a lot of money for sure, but in terms of like music, that's you know a song and a half like it's not i know i know yeah it covers some of the album but not yeah yeah would you say there's like a a kind of uh like a undertone of like a message or like a vibe or something to this to the ep i don't know if you have it titled yet either it's no i don't have it titled or anything (laughs) (laughs) we haven't thought that far i just know it's gonna be like five to seven songs i've got like a rough idea there's like one or two more that i want to record um but no, I think more just like uh, I really want to showcase like all the different sides of me, but have it be a collective one thing. You know what I mean? Because I'm very my songwriting style is kind of all over the place. I am like I grew up on country music, so there's a lot of country influence. But then, you know, I want my like fun, sassy, whatever songs. But then my also like super sad girl, depressive gonna break your heart in a million pieces kind of songs and I just want like a lot of movement I want to show people some of the like different aspects of who I am and get them excited and want to hear some more yeah that's the kind of thing that you need to like if you're releasing music or or any like body of work that you kind of create yourself like through inspiration and everything it's like you want to have yeah you want to have that it's it's yeah I don't know it's you got to you want to have like the freedom to express yourself in, in the yeah. ways. And I find you kind of sometimes, like I remember Mumford and Sons when they stopped, well, then I guess they didn't, they put out two albums that were pretty Americana and banjo and stuff. And they put out another album that was, I thought it was killer, but it was like indie rock and much, much yeah. different. And people mm-hmm. were all in a, a huff. Maybe I mean, not everybody, but you know, people were like, what the hell Where's the banjo and the, and the acoustic exactly. guitars and the foot stomp and that's the shit we want back and, and exactly. then, but the new indie rock stuff was killer and i really enjoy their music but, no uh, i'm a big fan of it too yeah so i don't know i think that's what i did too that's why i started putting stuff out under my own name is to have mm-hmm. like i literally have like a full pop kind of edm track and then the next one will be like literally me with an acoustic guitar and it's you yeah have the freedom you know, to, yeah 
And like, if the whole reason we're doing this is for fun and so we can express ourselves however we want to express ourselves and we shouldn't be like, feel like we have to be like cornered into one tiny little box just because you've put out one song in one certain way. Like, yeah, I really just, I don't know. Sounds like bratty when I say it like this, but like, I just want to do whatever the fuck I want. You know, like that's, that's all I want to do. Just have fun doing it and meet some cool people along the way. Uh, but yeah, it's a tough thing too, right? Cause you want to enjoy, like, it's hard to enjoy sometimes the whole journey of, of doing it. And I always think that's, I don't know, I, sometimes I get tripped up in like worrying if, you know, if I can keep writing music or if I'll have to stop writing music for something or maybe life will get too busy and I can't write music anymore. But it was like you said, where, you know, it's like, well, I don't, it's not like I'm giving myself a deadline by like, if I don't have a hits radio song by 35, I'm out, I'm out of the game. It's kind of just something that I don't know. I like to practice and I like to play it. And obviously it would be killer to make it a career and actually make money off of it and stuff. But you Mm -hmm. almost have to really find your own stability and and comfort in it. But it's, it's hard. Sometimes you feel like you're like, what am I, why am I spending so much time (laughs) on doing this stuff? And And money. Yeah. And money. Time and money. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's true. Yeah, you got it. And you're like, I can't stop though. <laughs> I know. Like, but this is, but I think this is the whole reason I'm alive. So yeah. like, I well, just got to do that, I guess. But I have like kind of been freaking out about the age thing a little bit. But I listened to a, um, a good podcast the other day. Bob Lefsetz, do you know who I mean? Mm. Um, I anyways, so. I'm him. Write that down. Bob yeah, he's like, He's kind of a dick. <laughs> I don't agree with everything that he says, but uh, he gets really good people to come on. And like, I've been subscribed to his newsletter for a long time and he has some pretty hot takes, but I was listening to him talk to Emily Haynes from metric. And I didn't realize that metric didn't get started until she was 30. Really? eh? Like the band formed when really? she was 30. Yeah. I would not have guessed that. No. And like Casey Musgraves broke out at like 31 or 32. Maren Morris was like 28, 29. I'm like, oh my God, I just need to fucking chill a little bit. You know, obviously they've been doing stuff behind the scenes for much longer. Um, But it's just, you just got to keep doing it. You know? The age thing is weird, though. It does it does get in your head sometimes. I mean, and I guess it gets there for everybody for different reasons, like yeah. crisis and stuff. But it's not, it's like music does tend to be... I don't know if it's because of social media or what it is. And I know that, you know, people who are, you know, over 40 and 50 listen to music and go to concerts and, and shit like that. But yeah, yeah, sometimes you just, I don't know, you maybe it's the fact that if you're like 35 or something and you write music and somebody's like, well, can, have you been on the radio or something? You're like, no, it's, you know, I haven't, it's in, I yeah. just like a lot of, a lot of awesome stuff has happened, but maybe in their eyes, it's not like a commercial success where it makes sense to be investing exactly. this much. So yeah, it's, it's a weird, it's a weird, like, I don't know. You have to be like confident in yourself in a weird kind of way. Yes, absolutely. And you also have to like, it is a bit of a, you know, trip the older you get. And it's like, okay, my friends are buying houses and I am not doing that. <laughs> I'm in no position to do that. But you know, then you have to just like, pull yourself back a little bit and be like, I'm doing what's best for me and like, what's going to make me happiest. And like, we're all on a different journey. And we're all, you know, doing whatever the fuck we're supposed to be doing. And figuring it out like I'm still breathing I've got a roof over my head I've got food in my belly and I have ideas in my head that turn into songs so we're just gonna keep doing that for a bit (laughs) yeah and playing them live like that did a lot 
for, for, you know, over the pandemic and stuff, I was doing a lot of, you know, home recording and writing and mm-hmm. trying to keep everything together after like the first year, you're like, oh my God, are you serious? We're still doing this. Yeah. But then, but then when I was able to play shows, cause that's what I was doing before the pandemic, it was full time, yeah. like playing breweries and stuff. It wasn't always my own music. I got to do shows like that too, but mm-hmm. you know, I would play, I was just playing music all the time and then it was just hard stop. And so yeah. I kind of, I didn't realize how much I Obviously, it sounds stupid to say, but I enjoyed playing music live. Yeah, so, <laughs> it like boosts you up really when you do cool. it. You inspire. I go see somebody play, and it like I'm inspired to write. Or you maybe you like come up with something while you're doing it on stage, and you're like, mm-hmm. oh, now I'm gonna go home, and I, I think I can finish that. You just your brain is like you're warmed up. You're you know you've been working it out, so it's I don't because well, there's just like this constant um, exchange of energy between you and the crowd. You know, like there's no. I can't think of anything else that I've done in my life where you have that same feeling. You know, it's like, hello, here's the most vulnerable part of myself, and I'm just mm. going to give it to you, stranger. And then the stranger, like, reciprocates that and, like, validates it by, you know, singing along, clapping, like, just watching you and, like, paying attention and being present. Like, it's a it's room for a lot of inspiration and cool shit, you know? Just new experiences, yeah. just, like, being alive and being inspired. I like shows. I like live shows. And you just did like the, um, you were just out in Peterborough for the folk festival. Yeah. You did yeah. a bunch of shows that day. I saw you, like you played a few different kind of venues too. Like I saw you did one sort of just outdoors and then you did one, I thought it was like, looked like a theater that you were in there. Yeah. So I opened the festival uh, on the Friday. I opened for Kathleen Edwards and then that was in a theater. Um, and so the Peterborough Folk Festival, it's a really cool festival. And the, it's entirely free uh, on the Saturday and Sunday. So to help pay for that, the Friday night is a ticketed event. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I got to do like the fancy show on the Friday. And then the Saturday was like a writer's round, just quick little thing. And then the Sunday, I ended up opening for the Trues on main stage. So that was super fun. And um I've been a big fan of My Son, the Hurricane for a long time. Oh, they're awesome. Uh, so good. Yeah, like, they're killer. I love them. Oh, my God. So fun. And so I was playing after them, which was a trip for me. Because I'm like, I have paid a good amount of money <laughs> to, <laughs> to see this band play at least six times, you know? And I'm just, like, backstage with my sister, like, fully fucking jumping around <laughs> and dancing. It's like, this is so cool. Yeah, yeah, and that's that really confirmed my uh, love for performing, getting to do it three days in a row like that, and yeah, like talking to random people afterwards and hearing strangers say like, "You had me in tears when you were speaking like this," and like the way you delivered this, and like, "Thank you for being so honest with uh, with the audience," and like opening up and like talking. I don't know. I'm very chatty in my in my shows in between songs. I'm like tell little stories, <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> It's super cool. Like, that's why I do it. I love to hear um, what people think about what I have to say. And it's fucking cool. So I want to do more of that. That's yeah. that's the plan. That's the goal. That's a sick weekend. That's a, yeah. Yeah. A few it wicked shows. Wasn't bad. Yeah. So I like came, I was busting tables the night before. I came to Peterborough on the Friday, played the Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then flew to LA from Toronto at 8 a.m. the next day. So I was like, 
this is my life from yeah, now on. Dope. Yeah. <laughs> Not against it. Yeah. Yeah. No. yeah. Let's do more of this, you know? Those, those moments are amazing, but they're also a bitch because then you're like, this is what I'm talking about. And then yeah. you got you to you pause and try to get back to it again. Exactly. And then I had to come back and bust some more tables. So it's like, <laughs> oh, my God. So they'll be like, how was your weekend? You're like, yeah, it was great. Just hung out, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Nothing were crazy. You, were you playing with a full uh, full band on like the main stage and stuff or are you doing no I just too? did it solo that's sick yeah and that's kind of like another thing with um like recording and production and stuff like I always want to be able to just strip it back and do it just me and my guitar um because I think that that's cool you know and that is one of my favorite things to do full bands are fun though it is when fun. I don't have to have a guitar on and I can dance around and scream sing my little heart out that's uh <laughs> super fun too it's tough though. It goes back to that damn money thing where it's it's hard mm-hmm. to it's hard to like get a band fully ready. Even if you have like for you know, for a band to learn your material that you send them and you know, whether or not you have chord sheets or whatever you do, if they ear it out and you have some practice sessions, it still takes time to to yeah. lock everything together. And that's why I mean I'm sure like bands that tour, you know, for six months or out of the year or something straight, they go hard. They by mid thing, you're just like not even thinking when you play, you're just fully yeah. like sunk in. And you see it when you go to see live shows, you see bands that are doing that. Oh, like, fuck, just man, that's tight. so awesome. Yeah. It's so yeah. much fun. And uh, yeah, I always, it, it's always tricky to get the whole, get a whole band ready. And yeah. I don't know. And, and then obviously you want to pay people for their time and then you yeah. think of all that. So it's tough to, to write music as a singer songwriter and, and then get a band because you put out music that has band with it, you know? Yeah. But then I also was like, how am I going to like teach a full band my stuff when I don't even know what it's going to sound like produced? Yeah. You know, like I don't want to do a show with a full live band and have people fall in love with it that way. But then when I go to record it, it's something completely different. Right. So I'm kind of saving those like full band bigger shows for when I know what the fuck I'm doing and what I want it to sound like. That's fair. That's fair. (laughs) So I don't, don't just have like, you know, some generic fucking drum beat in the back. Like I want it to be. cool and very good and also i mean financially at this point in my life like it makes more sense for one person to have all that money than split it between like five right now yeah that's another another thing too for sure yeah make a little bit more if you do it acoustically exactly (laughs) so and and you still have opportunity for a lot of shows i mean you don't you don't need a a band to do every show you know you can still do main stage festival mm-hmm. shows with it people like mm-hmm. to see acoustic stuff you don't always need a band i mean it's fun to watch a band play but it's something about watching someone do it solo it's a little more i don't know authentic and yes just like it's crazy you're just one person's there the only thing that just amplifies you're just being amplified so everybody can hear you but exactly just like everybody's listening to you play and watching you play the guitar and yeah and i'm very stuff, so. like I, I tell stories and it's yeah. a whole, <laughs> yeah, I don't just get up there and sing the songs and I'm like, I'm dancing around and I'm talking to people. Like, I'm, it's very interactive with me. Um, I love performing. So I want to do a lot more of that soon. It's funny too. It's like, I, it's funny to think when we were talking before about, you were talking about the open mics, like, you, you know, you love playing and getting out there and, you know, obviously playing like a main stage event at the the height of it and <laughs> you're totally fine and psyched to do that stuff but you're yeah. saying the open mic makes you that you're like a little bit more anxious to get out and, and to do 100 like percent. <laughs> because if i'm doing like if i'm opening for a headliner or something it's like okay people know what they're coming here to see they've like if they're coming to watch coming early to watch my set they've either like looked me up heard about me somewhere 
or they're just like trusting the festival that I'm good, you know? Right. Like, oh, she'll probably be good if she got booked. But you go to an open mic, no one's asking you to be there. No one's there for you, you know? You really just like have to prove yourself a little bit. And that's where I'm like, oh my God, everyone's so talented here. Like, I don't need to be here right now. <laughs> but that's just my own insecurities talking. <laughs> Yeah, it's like what you're saying about being in laying in bed. You're like, I gotta get out of here. I gotta get. I can't stay in this bed. So you just like, yeah. muscle right through it. Like, yeah. I guess that'll be it. I'll text you tomorrow and be like, yeah, right, how's the yeah, open mic yeah. going? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold me accountable. Hold what me accountable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny, nah. man. I've because I, I was saying I I was running um, doing a hosting, you know, just working like the sound and introducing people, and I was doing that at the uh, University of Guelph. They have a little place on there called the Bullring, and they do open mics in there on like Wednesday nights. And mm-hmm. so I was running that for a couple of years and. It was cool. Like there were so many people and I got to play a bit on it too. So a challenge that I like to do to myself was like, it would be, I'd do every other week. There's another host. So I'd try to play a new song that I was working on like every other week, even if it nice. wasn't really done. So I'd improvise like a bridge or something. And sometimes things would come out of it, but yeah. it was, it was one of those cool, it was like, like no one has to know yeah, <laughs> it's your yeah, song. Yeah. It's a good way to like kind of just practice shit. And, but some yeah, people would go up and it would just totally fall apart. Like, you know, somebody would try to do that. The cup song. Oh God. Yeah. You're doing like that whole but yeah. it's hard like i don't hang, i just have like an sm57 on and this is just a chair yeah i can't really get a good set and everybody's talking like nobody's really being quiet it's just like yeah it's like oh nah. my god it was the most awkward like three minutes of, so there's exactly. some things where you're just like oh my goodness it's like a bit cringy a yeah. bit cringy at times one, one dude would go up to do spoken like spoken word poetry but i realized after a couple months he would just say like horrendously graphic stuff oh my and god so the people were like hey can you kind of tell this guy to like lighten up. And so I would tell yeah. him, like, hey, listen, man, like I know that it's an open mic, you can do your thing, but you got to cut out the, the Yeah, we can't offend people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I realized though that that's what he was just enjoying to do. He liked freaking everybody out with this shit he was saying. So he was like it's doing like, it. like, I to, get it. But like, I don't know, you kind of have to do that shit like with your own audience and like have people pay <laughs> to go to that, that like want to hear that, you know? He would take his shirt off and he would rub like, like red, like paint on his chest. Oh. Yeah, it was uh Everybody, he'd Quite come up, you'd be like, oh, performance. Shit, here. <laughs> What's he going to do this week? I can't <laughs> wait to hear. Not bad. Well, um, yeah, man, thanks for jumping on this call. I, I, it's been it's been a minute since I saw you. The last time we played together was in Yeah, uh, no, it was it's nice Row. to just chit-chat with you. I was like, I don't yeah. feel like I'm doing a podcast. We're just having a nice little FaceTime catch-up. <laughs> exactly. Well, I like, I like hearing what people are up to. And like, I always like seeing your stuff. And I knew you went to Montreal to work on music, so I was really curious to hear where it was in the stage because with like with independent music releasing you can kind of do like you could do it in your own house and release it from there or you can hook up with producers like you you saying you were doing so i was curious to see what your like process was with that so are you sitting kind of i know you have those two other tracks from the la session that you're going to put on the ep maybe or and then you're sitting i guess with a bunch of other ones that you really enjoy and so are those kind of just in the acoustic arrangement right now and you're just you're looking for a producer now to get on there and yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still in the acoustic world a little bit. Like, I've kind of played around on GarageBand with a couple and, like, experimented with some sounds. But obviously, I'm not putting that in there. I'm just going to give that to a producer and they can help me do it in a cooler way than what I've done. Um, but, yeah, I'm thinking about, you know, maybe working with that guy in L.A. again. But I also, because Sam and I live in the same building, um, like, I would love to work with him again. I just, like, don't want to get in the way of his stuff (laughs) you know so that's uh kind of the next move too like for the first thing is getting um 
like confirming mixing and mastering with this stuff. And then once that's being done, I'm going to confirm some more recording. And, uh, yeah, I, like, I don't have a manager or anything, but my agent has been a huge help. Um, he's kind of like any management stuff that I don't understand or that I don't feel like doing. He kind of like takes after for me. Mm, that's awesome. And he's also introduced me to, um, some other cool people in the music industry that are kind of just like helping, you know, there's no money involved or anything, but it's just like, it's nice to have someone that's been in the industry for 30 years be like, you're doing great, Lauren. <laughs> you're on yeah. the right track. You know? Oh, hell yeah. If you're having a bad day and you hear that, you're like, okay, okay, that's good to know. Yeah. Like, it'll literally change your state of mind, you know? Exactly. So it's like, I'm going to be sending all of this stuff to them and being like, okay, here's my tentative plan. Because they're kind of just like, whatever you want to do, Lauren, like you just let us know and we're going to support you and help you in whatever ways we can. So I'm so, very, very fortunate to have that. So I'm just going to talk to them and make sure I'm not crazy and that my my plan is in going in the right direction and go from there. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. And I was, um, a friend of mine, I was just talking to him. He, he wrapped up recording an album, trying to remember the producer's name. He's like a super, super sought after producer. Um, I Damn. can't remember. Shit, I can't remember his name, but either way, he, rec- he likes to do things that way. So they had, you know, he records his own demos and stuff at home and they had it all basically done in their minds, like with arrangements and instrumentation and everything. And then they send it all to the producer and he's like, no, no, just send me your acoustic uh, arrangement of it. I don't want to hear any of the yeah. other stuff. And then they just yeah. like, they're like, oh, what? I thought we were going to track what we wrote. Yeah. And they just, they maybe changed a couple of acoustic arrangement things here and there, but, and then the vocal melody stayed the same too. But then like they had to kind of relearn everything else and, and yeah. like make it on the spot. So it, it's, a, yeah, and it's a, it's a really interesting, like, cause you think, you know, you have to send everything off, it has to be ready. Everything needs to be in order before you get into record, but yeah, but nah. Not everybody is that way. So I'll send no. you that guy's name. I don't know if you have a producer sold, but it was apparently a really great time and they they had a uh, yeah, no, let me know. music that came out of it. So you can, because he mixes it too. So he produces and mixes okay, it. Okay, cool. So, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. But, yeah, uh, no, let me know because I'm down yeah. to, I just want to work like the, my whole thing is like, I just want to sing songs, get to work with cool people, meet cool people, go travel and get paid to travel and do shows in these cool places and just like be somewhat content with my everyday life. Like that's, that's really all we're trying to do here. <laughs> but it's cool too, to know that like that is, you know, cause somebody, you kind of make a dream or like a fantasy of what it's going to be. And then mm-hmm. maybe it's not necessarily what you thought it was going to be, but it's cool to have those moments where you do, you know, play a bunch of shows over the weekend and then you travel somewhere to go work on music. And then that fires you up. It's not something where you're like, shit, I actually don't know if I really like this. It's, exactly. it's, nice, to, it's nice to get in, you know, dip your toes in that kind of area of where you want to be and then just want to go back for more oh yeah <laughs> as soon as it's yeah over. now i've had a taste i'm like ooh, we need more of that we need more <laughs> of that like pronto <laughs> well damn so i really want to yeah i would love to hear one of these tracks so yeah might have them. to give you a little sneak peek if uh, be, i'd love, I'd to, love to know that. what you think about them yeah i'd love to hear them i love your stuff so and i don't think i i guess you would be playing these like when you played the folk festival you probably would have paid a couple of them live like uh I did one of them. Yeah. 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 And then I just actually yesterday figured out because it was like heated all the instruments for the other one. So I just figured it out on piano yesterday and did kind of like a sad girl version of it. It's kind of cool. So I think I I think I saw that video. Yeah. I'll be doing that one. Yeah. With, uh, I don't know. I'll figure out the guitar too. And I'll be doing it live before it's out. Give people a little sneak peek sort of thing. (laughs) That was, that was a hard thing too, where you kind of get like, you're saying where you, you have all this music written and you want to play the new stuff, but then you don't want to like screw yourself where you're always trying to 
you're always like on your heels because you just yeah. there's nothing on the back burner to release. You're just everything's just new and new and new. Yeah. So it's yeah. nice to yeah, that's a good point. Uh, and that's how I did like both my kind of well, I have an album for later this year, but that's how I kind of approached it where. I'd finish most of the songs and then I'd start putting them out as singles and then maybe there's like two or something that haven't been released and then the whole album comes out and I guess, yeah. is that what you're just kind of thinking for your EP? Or? Same sort of thing, yeah, like releasing, like having a bit of like traction and movement towards something big, do the big thing and then have, in a perfect world, like be opening for someone, like mm. some other band that my agent um, looks after, like opening for them and like going on tour with that EP. Right, and, yeah. uh just getting in front of as many people as I possibly can and going from there. And it would be, it would be a shame to like go on that tour and then where your music's like almost there, almost ready to be released. Yeah. And then nah. everybody's like loves the show and they want to go listen. And I mean, you've got a couple on there they can hear, obviously like they can listen to you, but you I want need them more. to hear all that new stuff. So they're like, exactly. I want to hear it's like, I heard from the show. <laughs> exactly. I'm like this stuff that's out right now. I wrote one of them. I wrote in like 2018, you know? So yeah. I'm like, I want the new stuff because I yeah. feel like I've gotten so much better. Like, I just want to show people That's all awesome. the cool stuff. But I want to do it right. So I'm going to plan it out properly. It's a good call, put, I guess. Put yeah. some money into it. Yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> sweet, though. It's awesome to have. Be excited about those, like, songs you're sitting on. And sometimes I go back and forth in my head, like, where, with the ones I'm sitting on where I'm like, these are awesome. And then I'm, I'm like, I need a whole new batch. <laughs> yeah 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 it's like okay that was cool now what's the uh what's the next thing we're doing here yeah well, i don't want to keep you too much longer but i think that one of the last things i was going to say was um with releasing like finding a strategy to release them it's i don't know i've heard that like that's a good way to do it the six to eight weeks you kind of have time between for like everybody to kind of digest it and then boom there's another thing right there mm -hmm. i've also heard people just say fire it all out there who cares um but it's it's i definitely i don't know i think there's something i enjoy maybe it's just my personality but i think it's a good call to because songs get so you know old like in you know you put something out and then if you want to go hop on like muso super like a marketing thing to submit mm -hmm. a song they're like how old is it and you're like oh, i put it out this afternoon they're like that's way yeah. Too old. <laughs> yeah it's, yeah it's yeah. 4 p.m no, for no, sure. can't do it so yeah. you kind of want to like you kind of have a life span for it and then yeah you know, two months and then you boom, there's another thing that you can kind of pitch around. So I don't yeah. know. I think that's a good strategy, but I think so too. And I think especially at like at our level right now too, I think a big part of it is not just like, you know, with social media and stuff too. It's a lot of like, I don't want to say selling yourself, but it is kind of like you want to show a lot of personality so that people aren't just in love with your music, but they're kind of in love with you a little bit, you know? Yeah. And like, you want to like, get that core fan base and like if you have that and they stick with you and you have a strong relationship with them then like doesn't matter what you put out they're gonna love it because they're obsessed with you you know yeah. so that's like part of it too is like finding a nice balance between um like social media stuff and being like hey listen to this listen to this here's this pre-save link yeah. um and also just like showing them you know social media is about showing your life and not just like constantly asking people for stuff Mm -hmm. So I think in that like release process, not just like having your release stuff be about music, but having it be about like, I don't know, some other thing that you're super passionate about, you know, show a little bit more of you. But also, yeah, I like working with um, people that know what they're doing is a big help too. Like I work with Auteur Research. I feel like, oh, yeah, did yeah. you work? Yeah. Have you worked with them? Yeah, I did a couple of projects with them. I think I did my factor one with them too. Yeah, they're great people. Um, so that that's a big help too. That's how I got a lot of the like random reviews and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, saving um, money for that's another thing too. Saving money for marketing. It's it's yeah. some people some people will say you don't need it, just promote it on social media. But no, you it's need it's not it. that easy. Yeah, no. you kind of need it. You cannot rely on an algorithm that's no. run by a mega corporation. Like you can't put your uh, trust in your career in that. You know, that's get sketchy. It's definitely sketchy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <I've, laughs> that just seems like a horrible business plan. I I'm not going to trust an algorithm I know nothing about to yeah. make me successful. I find it's hard to post on there sometimes. Like like you were saying, you don't want to always just be selling people shit or like, hey, listen to this, do this, do this for me. Yeah. Go vote for me on this or yeah. whatever. It's it's tough, but nah. then I also find it hard to like post because if I'm not posting about music or singing a song or doing a music-related thing or something along those lines, I just find I'm like, what am I... What am I posted about? Like, who gives a shit? <laughs> nah, people want to know who is Hunter. What That's is Hunter fair. all about when That's he's not fair. doing music? You know, that is a good point. They, I think you're right. Yeah, they just want to know what you do when you're when no one's watching. It's freaky, but I feel like it's. <laughs> That's what people want, you know. What's wrong, What's we love, wrong with us as human yeah. beings? <laughs> we we love reality loves. TV. We yeah. love the drama. We love well, just stupid. keeping tabs on people. You know. <laughs> It is a weird world of, of, of it all. That's for sure. Absolutely. And it changes so fast all the time. Yeah. It's going to change tomorrow. You know, everything we've talked about today could mean nothing I in know. two weeks from now. Well, that goes back to what you said, just being yourself and, and having people yeah. relate to who you are. That's the If you do that and you can gen, make a genuine thing out of that, then, uh, then you're set up, man. You're good to go. Exactly. Shouldn't be too bad. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah. I'm happy well, right now, though, so we're just going to run with that. <laughs> that's good. Well, that's a good, yeah, that's okay. Good, good. Yeah. I'm glad to hear that because yeah. it can Thank be tough you. out there, man. It's that, a that cruel shit. world out there. It is, man. You can get you down. Yeah. It's important to talk to people and uh, to have those close friends. And exactly. like you said, you know, not just with, with uh, business plans and marketing stuff, but with uh, mm -hmm. just, you know, just about your life. Just in life. Yeah. <laughs> Super important. Crazy. Well, thanks a lot, man. I really appreciate you jumping on here and, and chatting with me. I don't want to. No, anytime. I had a great time. Yeah, me too. It's awesome, awesome talking with you. And of course, like I said, I was like to hear what you were cooking up because I knew you're working on stuff, and I really dig your music. So, thanks. Excited you. to hear this. And if you, yeah, I would not mind you uh, shooting me over a little sample of that demo, one of those demos, or or all of them. Hell yeah, hell yeah. I would <laughs> love to. I want to know what you think about them. Before we finish up here, let's uh, let's clear this up for anybody who's listening. Like, um, where can you? Where do you want to direct them? Where can they kind of reach out to you or hear your stuff? And sure. So my name's Lauren McFarlane. Lauren spelled with a Y. Uh, that was my parents' decision, not my own. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you can find me on like Spotify, Apple Music, Instagram, TikTok, all the fun stuff. But yeah, if you have any questions reach out for me i'd love to say hey or if you like the tunes if you don't like the tunes let me know <laughs> i'm not gonna take offense either way you do whatever the fuck you want hey just but, get in touch to let you know i hate your songs uh, yeah good day. Like, thank you for taking the time out of your day to tell me that you know like that I, it must have really meant something to you for you to do that so awesome well thanks again I hope you enjoyed this conversation with Lauren McFarlane. Make sure you check out her music online and follow along as she gears up to release her debut album. Thank you for all your support on my latest single, Northern Lights. You can find that on all the streaming services, and I will have a video coming out for that one soon that I'm excited to show you. All right, I'll see you again in a couple weeks for episode 11. Peace.